G'day, how are you? It's Aiden Jones here. You're listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the 10th of October, 2023. Oh, mate, I've just spent the last like hour and a half doing absolute fuck all, procrastinating, procrastinating, man, not doing my fucking shit. And um, you know what? That's fine. I'm allowed to do that. I should stop. I would like, <laughs> oh my God, yeah, that's fine, whatever, oh, I just watched the first episode of that day, you guys, listen, have you guys been hearing about that David Beckham doco, man, oh man, everyone's talking about it, everybody's doing a brand, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, that was a song, wasn't it, that was a song that existed, um, <laughs> I would I would have a sip of my tea. Clearly, I need to calm down right now. I'm too excited to be talking to you guys, but I just have literally the tea has just come out of the kettle. I'm not drinking it right now. I'm not an idiot. I know it's going to be too hot. All right, I know that. I understand it. Yeah, I just watched the uh, the first episode of this new David Beckham documentary that's on Netflix. And um, heaps of people have told me about it. People that, people that have no right, people that have no goddamn business talking about football documentaries. I don't know. I guess it's a cultural moment. Isn't that exciting? The prospect of experiencing some kind of shared cultural moment. I think I've just now in that moment decided, oh man, I've got a lot of thoughts going through my head. All right. I was listening to, I had a piano lesson today and uh, for the last two weeks, you know, I've been practicing my last bit of, you know, what the homework that I got from piano. And uh, it was a, a study by this motherfucker called Heller, who I don't know anything about him and I'm not going to learn anything about him because I don't care. Um, I don't know, he doesn't seem important. It's interesting. I just dismissed this guy because my teacher, the way that he spoke about him was like, yeah, it's good, but it's fine, but it's whatever. And I'm like, well, that means that I'm not going to learn anything about this guy. He gave me like a study, you know, by this dude called Heller. I don't even know when he was alive. Let me find out when this guy was alive. Heller, I am going to find out about, I'm going to learn about this guy with you guys right now. Heller, piano. Oh my God, the, the, this is how not famous this dude is. I type Heller into Google. First word, heater. Second one, exhaust fan. Metonymy, oil heater, fan, bar fridge. Okay, it's a kind of... Stephen Heller, Hungarian pianist. 1888 is when he died. 1813, so the Romantic era. Um, he wrote a bunch of studies. They're good for counterpoint. And um, it gets the fingers going, is what my teacher says. So I was playing that all week, trying to learn it. And I'm preparing to learn some Bach because I've always wanted to learn Bach ever since. You know what? This almost seems like it's a bit of a fucking, like a like I got a score to settle with Bach because I didn't learn. I had to play a piece with counterpoint for my audition to the conservatory and I didn't learn it because I just it didn't interest me. And um, 
and I would put me not getting down into the conservatory, not getting into the conservatory down to the fact that when I was 17, I just didn't really understand that sometimes you actually have to work for something and do shit that is hard or that you don't like if you want to get, you know? I just was like, no, fuck that. I'm not going to learn it. And I didn't learn it. And then that just happened. Um, But like everyone talks about Bach, like he's this important guy. And um, so I've just, I've you know, I'm taking lessons and I'm like, I'm going to learn some Bach, man. I've got a score to settle. And uh, um, so I've been learning this like preparatory study all week to kind of get me in the zone. And my teacher's given me uh, just like an easy piece now to learn in the next, you know, little while or whatever. And anyway, so I've been also, to get in the mindset of Bach, listening to, I found a podcast about Bach called the WTF Bach Podcast which I'm told is some kind of joke on the initials of a certain Bach. Not J.S. Bach is a famous one. I don't know. I don't get the joke. Whatever. But it's some guy's podcast and he's obsessed with Bach. And um, I'm just going to take my tea bag out because I reckon that's been in for the perfect amount of time. And uh, the this particular podcast that I've been listening to breaks down a, a set of pieces that Bach wrote called The Art of Fugue. And it's 14 pieces written written around one melody or one musical idea. And that idea is, and I want to sing it while I yawn. That's the idea. And maybe, right, because the idea, so apparently this music is so dense with like layers of you know, like musicianship and there's like kind of math type shit in there and, you know, symbolism is the wrong word, but like like substituting letters in the scale for numbers and using numbers to mean certain things and numerology and not like superstition, but just like... (laughs) It's too long of a melody, isn't it? <laughs> to sing every time I yawn. <laughs> That's gonna get <laughs> That's gonna get pretty annoying, actually. <laughs> um So anyway, the the fucking lunatic who runs who who hosts this podcast. He's like, I've been obsessed with Bach since I was a kid. Like he said, he when he was sixteen, he was a uh, he wanted to, he was in like a hip hop group, you know, and he um, used some of this. Oh my god! It doesn't help that I'm recording at fucking ten till eleven at night. It's too late anyway. He, when he was 16, he was in a hip hop group and he used just like straight, not, not even like changed a little bit, just like the same, you know, rhythm and everything. Just, he used some of the music from these, um, the art of fugue with just like drums behind it to make hip hop. And when he was 18, he had the theme, which is the thing that I've been singing 
Oh my god, here it comes again. What is wrong with me? He had that as his ringtone. And the guy's like, you know, in his late 30s now, but he's still obsessed with Bach, so he's made this podcast. And he said he wanted to do something obsessive. Here's how crazy these fucking creeps get about it. So the the art of fugue is this is I didn't this is not stuff that I knew before. This is stuff that I've learnt today while I was gardening and just listening to this podcast. It's in four there are four voices. So that melody that I've just sang comes in in each of the four voices and they all overlap. <laughs> This is absurd. Why am I yawning so much? It's the yawn cast. Oh, get some of that fucking tea in me, brother. That is good stuff. That is very good stuff. The more I think about yawning, the more I'm going to yawn. That is also, that's a huge issue that I'm encountering in the... I've been producing this podcast for almost six years and finally... We have a, an issue. <laughs> it's just the first problem that's ever existed <laughs> in the production of this podcast. Um. So anyway, the point is, I think now when I'm going to yawn, I want to sing that because he said in this podcast, a great way to approach this music because it's so dense and rich with meaning and context and layers and everything, a great way to approach it is to just try and integrate it into your life. So yeah, I guess I'm going to do that. I guess whenever I yawn, I will sing the... Is it called the theme? It's not called the theme. It's called the fucking subject. I will sing the subject from Johann Sebastian Bach's The Art of Fugue. And in that way, (laughs) I will endear myself to the common man. (laughs) Probably. If there's one thing cuntier than having the subject from J.S. Bach's The Art of Fugue as your ringtone, it's singing it every time you yawn. Oh, and you know what? There's uh, I am nothing if not a fan of one-upmanship. <laughs> well, well. So, um, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited to learn some bark. I had my lesson today. That was lesson three. <laughs> that was lesson three. And... <laughs> I feel like I'm in some kind of hell. I've I've encountered hell. I can't stop. I was lesson three. I'm not over it. I've had a wonderful week. There, if there's a bingo, that's also on the bingo. You guys remember sitting under a tree bingo. I've had a wonderful week. Or just me like just saying that I've had a nice week. That's on the bingo. Um, I was in Sydney this week. And, uh, what, oh yeah, I was going to talk about the David Beckham doco. The David Beckham doco, 
I'll get to a fucking point eventually. I oh, see this man. This is what you know. What I I knew. I knew when I was like pottering around. Like I watched the doco. I I got home from my lesson at seven thirty, seven twenty, something like that. And I cooked dinner, and then I was like, I'm gonna. I cooked dinner and I was like, I want to watch the doco while I cook and then I'm going to go do my podcast. And the episode of the doco is like an hour and 10, something like that. So I watched the first half of what I cooked and then I sat down with food and I watched a bit more. Maybe I'll speed it up. You know what? I can speed it up. <laughs> I can speed it up because in the podcast, what he does, because they're so fucking nerdy. Oh, this is so scattered. I'm funny. What he does, right, because it's so nerdy, he ta- he has the four voices and they all overlap each other and then he plays it but he takes certain voices out. Like he's put the score into a MIDI program in his computer and just subtracted, you know, like he's made it into four tracks and then he'll listen to it with like the bass, the tenor and the soprano and then he'll listen to it with the bass, the tenor and the alto and then the tenor and the alto and the soprano, and then the bass and the alto and the soprano, like he would just remove bits, and like he put that in the fucking bonus episode, he played the first of the 14, of the set of 14, he played the first one, with all of those bits removed, and then he played it fucking uh, two times as fast, and then four times as fast, and then he played it at half speed, and then he played it backwards, and looped, and like, And he's just, the whole idea is he's just like, this music is so robust and it's so, I guess, I think robust might have been the word that he uses. It's just like, it's so timeless and it defies whatever kind of contortion you can apply to it. It still retains something of itself, which is actually really cool now that I come to think of it. The fact that you can reverse it or play it forwards or play it faster or slower and it till it still retains like something of itself and it just it, it's kind of interesting and you know it's pretty amazing stuff so i can speed it up i can speed up the theme when i sing it whenever i yawn which i'm going to again now <laughs> I knew though, I knew this podcast was going to be scattered. Because I fucking, you get two serves with HelloFresh. I had my first serve and I was still hungry. I had the second serve. I ate the whole thing. I was a hungry boy after work today. And I finished the doco. And then like, what did I do? Was I just on my phone? I think I was just on my phone for like a bit. And then I kind of slowly washed up and I noticed it was 10 and then it was 10.30. And like, you know, I didn't even start the pot. Like, I don't know. It was not, I got home at fucking, I got home at 7.20. And then I didn't even finish. I didn't even start the pot until 10.30. What did I do for three hours? And I just, I knew like me pottering around and just like watching time slip away and not really being that bothered about it. And it's just getting later and I still got to do the podcast. 
I knew that 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 means that I'm not very focused right now. And even before the podcast, like before, just before, in the moments before I sat down to record, I was like walking into my room and picking up my bag and pulling stuff out and putting it on my bed and then getting rubbish that I saw on the bed and putting that in the bin and then coming back into my room and forgetting why and going to the fucking kettle and boiling the kettle and putting my tea bag in my cup but then i was like i've got to set up the podcast gear otherwise the tea will be steeping for too long and it'll go cold and then i did the dishes do you know like i just i could feel that i was unfocused and maybe that's why i've yawned literally like fucking 15 times (laughs) i reckon i've yawned easily what's it been it's almost halfway it's yeah it's almost like the way that my recording software works it's actually really hard to tell how long i've been recording for because it records in bars for some fucking reason but i think i've been going for about 17 minutes so i reckon i've yawned once a minute here's another one god fucking damn it man Oh, that tea's really tasty. Fuck. I just got what I'm going to go ahead and say is one of the best sips of tea I've ever had in my life. You know what's a great phrase? The good Lord giveth and the good Lord taketh away. Today at work, we had one of our best, one of the best customers I've ever had. Just really a dream to work with. Wonderful people. Funny you know, helped out on the job and they ended up tipping us a hundred bucks. So 50 bucks per guy. And it was a tandem. So we got to work with like, that's when there's another truck. So there were two trucks. So there were four guys. So it was just like the gang, good customer. They were helping. It was fun. We were listening to music. Fucking what else happened? Oh yeah. And they got us coffees. And uh, I mean, that's just uh, every box that you could possibly ever tick. But we got to the storage unit where we were dropping their stuff off and I put my coffee in a dumb spot. I just put it in the place where people were going to walk and the customer kicked it over and I was so, I was so bummed when he kicked it over. I was like, no! I, genu- I was just like... And he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, he knew that I was bummed and I was like, oh, it's okay, man. And then he said sorry again later and I just had that in my head, you know? Because they bought me the coffee. So I got it for free. And I just said to him, look, man, the good Lord giveth and the good Lord taketh away. And it reminds me of that Queen of the Stone Age. First it giveth, then it taketh away. You know that song? Very musical podcast this week, eh? A lot of music. Oh, what's going on? I'm having larger than normal sips of my tea. And it tastes so good. Does tea normally taste this good? Have I, by listening to a podcast about Bach all day and really opening my mind up to the possibilities of that music, is all of my body just completely open now? Am I tasting tea? This is just a black English breakfast. It tastes so good. Or maybe I've just steeped the perfect cup of tea for the first time in six years. Oh, remember that episode of the podcast? 
making the perfect cup of tea and then having the time to drink it. That's what I'm doing right now. Oh, yes, man. Yes, yes, yes. This week at the store, oh, great shows at the store all week. Well, not all week, actually. On Wednesday night, we did a gig at the fucking, oh, what was the place? The Astor Theatre in Randwick. And I got, actually, you know what? This week, I'm going to put a recording of my stand-up at the end of the pod because this week, I had a fucking heckler, man. She wasn't heckling. She was just going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in the middle of my setups, she would just go, yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know, maybe I just wasn't prepared to get any kind of interruption. Maybe I'm just not as match fit as I should be, but it fucking did my head in. And I went over to her, like not physically, but I just, you know, I went to be like, What's going on? Why is this happening? And she just wouldn't stop. I found out later that she was drinking out of a brown paper bag. So she was just drunk and a fuckhead. But I really didn't handle it well. At one point, a guy in the audience was... I was like, what do you guys think I should do with this? And one guy was just like, chin her. <laughs> and I was like, does everyone understand what he means by that? He means hit that woman. <laughs> pretty wild but um yeah I didn't really know what to do with it and I never really got fully back on track it derailed my set and I was very upset with myself and with her and just angry and but other than that Tuesday was sick Thursday Friday Saturday at the store were all great and uh Wednesday night before that gig actually in Randwick I had done um the uh standout at the chip at the Chippo Hotel and I mean, that's one of the best rooms in Sydney and I had so much fun and I told, and here's why this is relevant to you guys. I told the fucking, the story about the wheelchair guy on stage for the first time and it did all right. I don't really know what the joke at the end of, there needs to be a joke or some reason that I'm telling it, but it's a great story and uh, relevant to the podcast is my friend Oliver Hunter, who is a comedian in a wheelchair from Canberra, I messaged him and he's agreed to, I think on Sunday, we're going to record an episode where I'm just going, oh, we're just going to talk, we're just going to record a chat, I'm going to sit down with him and uh, I mean, he's already going to be sitting down. <laughs> Fucking hell, cunt. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god, it's so there's so much depth to this tea. I can't tell you what I'm experiencing right now. Wow. <laughs> it tastes like there's bergamot in there, but there's not. There's not at all bergamot in this tea. This is this may be the best cup of tea I've ever had in my fucking life. <laughs> I'm so happy. I'm I'm in a fugue state. I'm in a state of preludes and fugues right now. Oh, no, that one wasn't as good. Don't lie to yourself, Aiden. There it is. Yes. Fuck, man. You make tea your whole life to experience moments like this. It's never this good. 
It's never this good. Do you guys drink tea? When do you ever have a cup of tea that you're just like, fuck me, that's fucking hot shit. Oh, I'm so glad that you guys are bearing witness to this right now because I'm genuinely, I'm having the greatest time. <sighs> so, uh, yeah, Oliver and I, we're going to sit down. We're going to have a chat. I'm going to tell him the story, see what he reckons. We'll probably riff on it a bit. And then I'm just going to have a conversation with him. And I'm really excited about that. Um, it could be an interesting conversation. I've never sat down with a person who has a disability and just talked to them about it and asked them questions about it. You know what? Actually, if you guys have any questions, genuine, serious, or jokes, if you want, any questions, I mean, this is kind of crazy, isn't it? It's actually kind of fucked what I'm about to say, but... (laughs) If you guys have any questions that you would like me to ask a man in a wheelchair... But actually, though, like, I'm going to fucking sit down with Oliver. He's a good dude. He's, you know, I, um, I've um i spoken to him a few times before, and I wouldn't say that we're friends, but, like, you know, I know the guy. And he's a comic. Like, yeah, I don't know. I just, I guess I feel comfortable around comedians. And, um, like, even that joke that I just made then about he's going to already be sitting down. I just, I've, I feel like from knowing the guy's sense of humor that, whatever you know i don't know there's some level of comfort with comedians comedians are all kind of fucked um and i'm just excited to talk to him and i I feel like he's i mean i pitched it to him i said i'm just i want to tell you a story that i heard that i reckon you'll like and uh and i'm just going to ask you questions about having a disability and he said yes so if you guys have got any questions fucking Send them to me, Instagram or whatever. I don't know. I've, I feel like you all know me personally. So you can just um, use whatever channel you regularly use to contact me. and <laughs> Contact me via that. But I'm going to be recording it on Sunday. So you've got, yeah, all week till Sunday. Sunday Australian time. Any questions for a man in a wheelchair? All right. <laughs> and that'll come out as a bonus episode. I'm not going to just, I'm not going to take away from the regular episode, but I'll probably put it out on Sunday, I guess, because I want to do minimal editing and I'm not going to edit it at all. I'm probably just going to turn the mics on and we're going to chat because fuck editing. Anyway, how's this for an idea? This podcast that I've been listening to, WTF Bark, it's kind of psychedelic and there's a psychedelic element to Bark, but there is like, you know, he's using all these different like computer instruments and stuff or just like weird MIDI sounds to kind of modernize the music of Bach while at the same time he also has a clavichord and a harpsichord so he's playing it in the traditional way as well. But um, there are just little stings. There's like a woman's voice, you know, just going like, you're listening to WTF Bach. And like, whatever, it just feels like it's kind of psychedelic. And I remembered that I have mushrooms in my goddamn top drawer. So I'm thinking I might, I I don't have Saturday night free because I'm supporting Dan Muggleton at the lounge. By the way, if you want to come, Dan Muggleton's doing his tour show at the Comics Lounge in Melbourne. It's going to be a great show if you're in Melbourne and I'm doing support. Um, should be really fun, Muggleton, good friend, great comic, 
definitely like you know one of the best well i reckon one of the best maybe not one of the best in the country but well up there he's fucking great i don't know why am i trying to rank him he's awesome come to the show if you're in melbourne and you got saturday night free and come and see your boy me but uh i don't have saturday night free so i can't do it on saturday night but at some point soon i might drop all of the mushrooms in this jar that my friend gave me which i think is quite a large dose and sit in my room and do my puzzle and um, listen to this WTF Bark podcast. Because I just feel like it would be really cool to listen to during a psychedelic trip and try and understand this music and just let it wash over me and have an experience with it. I think that could be really cool. I don't know, man. This is where I'm at right now. I'm feeling very happy within myself and just kind of finding things to do to keep myself busy um yeah you know i'm dating that's cool but i don't feel like you know if i don't if i go on a date and the person is not someone that i'm like fuck yeah like if it's not like oh this is you know an exciting like a a relationship that i want to pursue it's not the end of the world it's also just nice to go on dates i was um who was I talking to the other day? I can't remember. I was talking to someone about dating generally <clears throat> and just like the idea that like, yeah, just because I meet someone on a date and they're not, I don't feel like they're going to be the love of my life doesn't mean that that's bad, you know? Like it could just be exciting and to explore what that connection is going to be. It could be love or it could be like a sex thing or it could be friends like maybe i'll make a friend you know from going on the dating apps or whatever i'm open to all of it and i'm open to maybe none of it as well i just feel very good still it persists i've been home for a a month now and i'm still feeling great and i'm having the best fucking tea of my life so um I had some other stuff to talk about. We went to Katoomba. Me and a couple friends went to Katoomba in the Blue Mountains on Thursday. And um, I uh, drove my friend's car up there. Huge shout-outs to my pal Lucy Bloom for having me stay at her place and letting me use her car. And um, just being a fucking legend. And if you guys want another podcast to listen to, Uh, She just started a podcast and she was very kind in her first episode saying that my podcast inspired her to do a solo podcast. It's called the Lucy Bloom Podcast. It was actually sick. I listened to the first episode. It's uh, about driving and she tells a bunch of stories about driving. It's very cool. It's way better produced and there's a lot more effort gone into it than goes into my podcast. So if you like the idea of someone talking by themselves, maybe you've just started listening to this and you're like... Aiden, this is all right, but it's also kind of annoying that rather than edit out the yawns that you keep doing, you've insisted on just <laughs> just singing obscure Baroque music over the yawns. And I would like something with a slightly higher production value, but of a similar kind of vein thematically to this podcast. Well, allow me to point you in the direction of the Lucy Bloom podcast. All right. Go and check that out if you like editing, pink hair, and women saying stuff. (laughs) I shouldn't have made that joke. I hesitated. 
<laughs> I thought, Aiden, you don't need to make that joke. <laughs> and then I went ahead and made it. I'm a bad boy. Oh, but anyway, shout outs to Lucy Bloom. A, a, truly a, a dear friend and a great friend. And um, someone who I was very lucky to spend the week with. But uh, yeah, one of the days, Thursday, grabbed her car, went with a couple friends up to Katoomba. The idea of the trip being that I'd heard that there was, or a friend a few years ago took me to a sandwich shop that was run by a cult. And I thought, you know what? Let me go back there. I've heard the cult's problematic, but I remember that they make great sandwiches. So I'm going to overlook those problems and um, cast my eyes towards a succulent bit of lamb. And that's exactly what we did. We had the fight, man. It was great. We drove up there, um, me and, uh, yeah, just a couple friends. Uh, one of them's a comedian, so I would like to name him, but the other one's not, so I don't want to name them. And because of that, I'm not going to name either of them because it would be weird to name one person in the car and then have the other be a mystery. So we drove up there, had our sandwiches, and then we just kind of walked around the main street for a little bit. Um, but on the drive up, when I was kind of slow driving through the town, um, yeah, it was kind of busy. I mean, I guess it's just a busy town. Driving along the main street, there's a zebra crossing. There's an old guy. He's got a walking stick. He's not in the zebra crossing. He's at the start of it, but he's not entered the crossing yet. He's still on the sidewalk. And I'm pretty close. And he's slow as hell. And so I just drove. There was no danger whatsoever of me hitting him. I just drove past him. And, um, but because it was a zebra crossing, I guess he thought that I was supposed to stop or he, it was, he was of the opinion that I should have stopped. And I was of the opinion that he was nowhere fucking near the car. No chance. But as I drove past him, he hit the car with his fucking walking stick. And thankfully it only, the rubber bit hit the back, but it was still stressful. I was like, this isn't my car. It's my friend's car and da, da, da. And we park and then we're walking down the street. And the guy, he's got a particular look about him, this guy. And I see him in the distance and I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if he recognized me? And as we walk up, he approaches me and goes, hey, do you know where the voting office is? And I'm like, oh, it's just up that way and to the left. And he's like, thank you, and walks off. And isn't that just the funniest thing? <laughs> I was so sure that he'd recognize me and was going to be like, oh yeah, you're out of your car now. You want a fucking piece? <laughs> but that's not what happened. And he's lucky that didn't what, that, that isn't what happened because fucking I would have had him. <laughs> I would have fucking cleaned him up, bro. I would have smashed that old man. <sighs> anyway, I think I'm running out of gas here. And um, I still don't have a title for the podcast. I thought I'd had one for a second. I might call it WTF Bach because that's what I've been talking about for most of the time. And uh, I've got a great photo here that I'm going to use as the photo for this week just because the contours and the, the kind of lines in the photo I think will just make a good Google Deep Dream. It's uh, a mate of mine on Saturday night came with his partner and another one of their friends to the show at the comedy store and they were pretty drunk 
And before the show, we went and got a porto. And then while we were waiting for the porto, he just was doing some weird dance up against the wall. And I took a photo of him dancing against the wall. And his legs are all spread out. And he looks he's wearing a leather jacket. And he fucking, he looks like some kind of Elvis figure. So that's going to be the photo. And uh, the title of this week's episode is going to be WTF Bach. And I reckon that's it. You guys keep your eyes peeled for Sunday when this um, bonus pod's going to drop. And if you've got any questions for me to ask a man in a wheelchair, (laughs) send some questions in, man. Don't be pussies. I know you guys are listening. (laughs) Um, Send in a question and I will ask it to Oliver Hunter. (laughs) Um. I'm really excited for that conversation. I think it's going to be great. <clears throat> Other than that, enjoy this recording of me struggling my way through uh, one of the worst hecklers I've ever had. Just so fucking annoying. You can hear how angry I am at her. And other than that, have a great week. Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, it's been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Peace. company's doing great. I genuinely, I believe a big reason for his success is he learned the fundamentals of business in the toughest industry. Isn't it? The unregulated drug market. Imagine trying to run a business, some dude's trying to stab you, the cops, you know? People brag about where they got their education. Like, I went to Sydney University, Melbourne University, whatever. My mate went to Yatla High Security Labor Prison. Why are you reacting like that? I don't understand. Are you, mo- are, you, are you mocking me? Is that mocking you? Yeah? You're a drug dealer? You're proud of me? I don't know why, but I hate that. Is that condescending or do I need more therapy? I need more therapy? Can I keep doing my bit? Is that okay? We've reached like a weird impasse, haven't we? Where I've been heckled by positivity. And I think you can all agree, like, weirdly difficult, you know? There <laughs> it fucking is again, mate! I never thought I would be tripped up by what feels like just my mum, you know? I'm saying, like, yeah, mate, yeah! Keep telling us about the fucking the jail guy. <laughs> so he went to, uh, he's got his company, right? He's got all the guys, the smartest part about it is he's got all the guys who used to sell drugs working for the solar company. 
mate. I hate it. Where are you? Who are you? Who is it? Is it you, blue shirt? What's your name? Mum. Mum. Your name's Mum. Can I call you Mummy? Nice. Can I ask you a question? No. Well, I'm going to. What would you like to be the result of this interaction? Tears in my eyes. Tears in your eyes. They're laughing at me. Reality. What do you reckon I do with this? What's your name, bro? Jeff. Jeff. What do you reckon I do with this, Jeff? Shinner. Shinner. Oh, I fucking knew I loved the boys, man. I'm not gonna lie. I fucking won it! Oh my god. Chinner. Does everyone understand what chinner means? He means hit the woman. He means physically fight her. What was that, sorry? Thank you very much. Can I call you? Ch I'm going to call you Chin from now on. I want to call you Mrs. Chin. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing my bit. And when I, I don't know, like, what do I do? Like, I, I, I don't love you. No, I don't love you. You're being really annoying. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do another bit, Mrs. Chin. Is that okay? If I do another bit, I didn't think this was going to go like this. I thought I was going to do a nice joke about my mate who went to jail. Laugh at him, you know. He sold drugs. What a fucking loser! And that'll be fine. And weirdly, I've been derailed by positivity again. Can you guys tell? I don't know if this is like immediately evident from the way that I present myself or am. Can you tell that I've been fired from 14 jobs in my life? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that wild? 14. I don't like a job. I hate a job, actually. And it's weird. Like, I see politicians on the news sometimes and they're like, we're making more jobs. I'm like, stop! We hate those! Why? <laughs> You're taking credit for that? It sucks getting fired from a job. Really, it's like a... I used to think it was like, fuck yeah, fight the system. But it's like a mohawk, you know? Maybe you think it's punk rock, but actually everyone feels really sorry for you. <laughs> The if you've never been fired from a job, the thing, I, the rejection of it, the closest thing I'd kind of relate it to, is just like being broken up with, you know, at the core of it. It's someone going, you get fucked, right? But the difference is, at least if you get fired, the government will come through with a bit of assistance for you. You know, if you're looking for work, 10 jobs a fortnight, they check, and then they go, here's a bit of cash. Not heaps, but it's like, it's enough to get you through that period. I reckon it'd be really cool to have the same level of support if you've been broken up with. <laughs> Don't you reckon? Like it hurts in the same way, the rejection of that, you're at home, you miss them, you're sad, there's a knock and it's a guy from the government with a clipboard he's like, alright mate, you doing okay? Yeah? Oh. Yeah, looking for love? Ten dates this fortnight? Alright, good stuff. Tick you off. There you go, mate. Now, come here, let me give you a little kiss. <laughs> Maybe a massage. Nothing below the belt. I think that's fair. Taxpayers not paying for that, you know. <laughs> but you know, you try and put that out there. Good thing in society. You know, someone's never... It's never enough, right? Someone's always like, it's not fair. They should get more support. They shouldn't just get a kiss. They need blowjobs as well. It's not fair. And then someone else is like, they're not getting fucking blowjobs! My tax dollars will not be paying for blowjobs for these layabouts. And then they're just arguing on social media. You don't understand what it's like to be in that position because you grew up with blowjobs in your family. Your area had high blowjobs per capita. 
My dad worked hard for those blowjobs! Got more of this, more of this guy, if you want more of it. <laughs> it's the weirdest set I've ever done. My grandfather came to this country, he didn't even know what a blowjob was! And he died with his dick in someone's mouth, and that's why this country is... <laughs> A bit of politics there for you. I want to think about this and that interaction for, I reckon, about three months. You know, why did this happen to me? But you know what? Sometimes you just never know. Thank you guys very much. Have a good night.